You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Hi there. Welcome to the 515 Podcast. Jason Priestmar here with John Wayne McMahon. John Wayne McMahon. Did I say that right? John Wayne. Some, I feel like I'm stuttering over my mouth. John Wayne McMahon. John Wayne McMahon. Yeah. John Wayne. <laughs> John, how are you doing? My little, brother, my little brother growing up used to call me Dwayne. I like that. Dwayne. That's my, I'm going to call you that. Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne, um, yeah. <laughs> how are you doing this week? I'm good, man. I'm uh, tired. I'm brain dead. This has been um, quite an interesting week or two. Yeah. They, they really run together. Yeah. Um, there were some some illnesses. You were yeah, sick. Yeah, I was sick last week. I was recovering from sickness. Yeah, you. I got it like right after you it started was very to timely. get through it. Yeah, my daughter has it now, so I'm like, it's just, it's moving. Right. That's just South Texas for you. And, and I'm, I'm trying time. to like get my ordination stuff in. So that's you've got a couple things on your mind. Yeah. Uh, in addition to this, so uh, it's understandable. But um, this is. Episode- no, wait, sorry, sorry, huh? we missed last week. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry, no, no, we missed absolutely. last week. This is episode eighty-one. It's finally here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm really excited because we're ta- we're on a new sermon series. Yeah, we, we are. And it's, it's going to last a while. It's not just a onesie twosie. It's going to be here for a few weeks, right? Yeah, six or seven six weeks. Six or seven weeks. Six or seven weeks like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so before we get into that, yeah. <laughs> No, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So yeah. we're excited. I'm excited to kick that off tonight. It 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 was, you know, just to recover from the busy couple weeks coming back off Christmas. Big time. It's like everything's yeah. just like a whirlwind for us. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, it was good to for us to get caught up. Mm-hmm. But man, we're also right in the middle of football. How, so honestly, this is one of the saddest times of year because yeah, the Super Bowl's coming. Yeah. But that means football's almost over. That's true. And I'm gonna start. You got running out of second place in our fantasy football league. Yeah, I got robbed. You did in first place. You did. Uh, I'm not is, sure the winner's a listener, but if he is, um, he did rob you. Know, he will tell you. You'll find out exactly what we think about you in yeah. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did get second place in our fantasy league, which you brought me into. So I, don't, I hope right. people aren't mad. Oh, at you. I should get a cut of that winning. Uh, uh, maybe the church. Will. <laughs> maybe my dollar's college fund. Okay, ten percent to <laughs> yes, absolutely to vine worship. That'd be good. <laughs> yes. Um, so Super Bowl, who you got? I've got to go with the reason I took second place, uh, Todd Gurley. Oh, you're going with the Rams. The Los Angeles Rams. Um, although. Even though they robbed robbed the. That's not my fault. The Saints. <laughs> don't, don't hold that against That's me. not their fault either. It really wasn't. <laughs> it was a horrible call. Yeah. I, uh, so you're going with the Rams over, over, over Tom Brady. Over, over uh, 12. Although, over 12. In which, I mean, he's won enough Super Bowls. Let's be honest. Mm. He's already greatest of all time. Yeah. So uh, in this episode of the football um, talk, uh, I'm no, I'm definitely going to pick the Rams. Okay, I gotta ask though. Yeah. What what makes the Patriots so good? I don't know. Like, why do they keep winning? It's frustrating. Well, it wasn't frustrating for me this year because I had uh, Julian Edelman, (laughs) Edelman, and I had like. Uh, I had another, like two or three Patriots on my team. Yeah. And I'm like, well, can't beat them, join them. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, they're definitely, they're reliably good. And it's just, you know, when you see people like that who are really good at their jobs and they're the best ever, then you want to give them credit for that. You want to check out this segue. All right. You want to know what makes the Pat- Patriots really good? What is that? They are united in their identity <laughs> and they are united in their purpose. Wow. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Just put that in your back pocket for later. That's amazing. I just saw that happen in real time. I'm <laughs> yeah. stunned. That's amazing. 
<laughs> so let's get into it. Sure. I, I definitely saw some new graphics on the screen. <clears throat> new sermon series. Kingwood United. Kingwood United. Um, um, what is that? Tell me so, about that. So uh, just to give you a little background, a couple months ago, three months ago maybe, um, the pastors of the church kind of got away, pastoral staff, mm-hmm. snuck away on retreat, and we spent some time in prayer and considering what God's doing uh, at KUMC, and we really started to feel like God was weaving something together that he was already putting on all of our hearts individually. And so, like, as we were sharing those things, we, we really felt led to this sermon series of discussing what makes us who we are at KUMC. Because I think a lot of times we can talk about what what makes um, like I know Ryan and I can talk about language about vine. Like mm-hmm. we spent time talking about some of the some of the things that God's doing, emphasis and stuff like that. But what makes KUMC who it is? Um, what makes KUMC who it is that creates a community like Vine or like a mission work like the food packing or yeah. Haiti? Like what is the biggest umbrella? that unites us and brings us together. And so we were discussing some of those things and we laid out some stuff and we really felt convicted that there was some, there are some places where um, God has already done some incredible work in uniting us into some core uh, characteristics of our church. But there's also some places that God's going to call us deeper um, into a place of growth and, and just felt convicted by that. And so anyways, over the next several weeks, we're going to talk about some of those characteristics either that are very strong staple point or pillar of who KUMC is across the board um, or something that we believe God is working, uh, weaving into the, the, the narrative of who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so a growth area, uh, particularly this coming week, we'll talk about house of prayer. Yeah. I, I just really feel like it's a place for us to grow. So I, I won't give away too much there, but we're going to talk about that a little okay. bit. Um, so anyways, yeah, Kingwood United, what, what makes us united? And we talked about the first place in the vine, uh, kind of what, where I was going was there's, there's really there's this word ecclesia in the New Testament mm-hmm. um, that is translated church, and so we're we're just wondering what like what's the biblical definition of church? And so as you look through the Bible, there's really very broad, generic. Like I was hoping I could go to to the letter to the Ephesians, and Paul yeah. would say, "Church at Ephesus, this is what makes you a church." And like he doesn't, it never gets like direct to that. We like piece it together in different ways in different places. And so as I was looking at um, what this, what this, what God's doing with the early church, the early gatherings of people, um, I, I really found that there was two um, unique themes for all of those definitions of ecclesia or church in the New Testament. One was identity, and one was purpose. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the joke about the pa- Patriots a second ago, but one <laughs> one was that they have shared identity, and that identity is that they are the called people of God. Yeah. And so it's it's different than just a generic assembly of people, right? Like an assembly of people somewhere. You wouldn't you wouldn't go to. I was talking to someone that went to the Justin Timberlake concert last night. Uh, that was at Toyota Center. Okay. Art Clint went to it. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him, but you wouldn't walk in there and go, "This assembly of people is a church," right? Right? Because they don't have the identity, the unique shared identity of what it means to be a called a assembly called together as a people of God, mm-hmm. um, or a, 
a group of people that are shared identity of being called by God. Does that make sense? And so yeah. that that's one of the themes that you see run through it. And then the other theme is purpose, that they have that, that the church or the ecclesia and for us to be Kingwood United, we really have to have a shared identity. And so, I mean, a shared purpose. And so um, that that purpose is for us to bring God's salvation to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. And so we have been transformed by Christ and it is our duty and it is our activation. It is our allegiance to Jesus to now live out that purpose in the way that we love others around us, both um, individually, but but really collectively on the world. Mm-hmm. So, with identity, we look different. We're different people. I was going to say, and, you know, yeah. you think about the the early church; they were definitely like, oh yeah, set aside. People were like, yeah. oh, those people. We know yeah. those are these mm-hmm. Christians, or mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, they're um, like selling stuff to help each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, they they don't worship with the in the Greek temples like everyone else. There was just it was different. It was, Absolutely, everything was different. You know? about so it. I wonder, you know, do do people in your life yeah. look at you that way right. and and notice something that's different that right. your identity you have an identity right. bigger than just the person that's standing yeah there. or would someone encounter KUMC people like uh-huh. a collection of people like I know you, you people have uh, like dinner parties or go out to eat together and yeah. you have friendships and like when you encounter someone, when when y'all have a mutual friend that's not part of the church, and they encounter what what we have, did they experience something different mm-hmm. about the relationships there? Like, or they walk away, even if they can't say, uh, you know, John and Sally go home at, after the day of hanging out with KMC people, and and Sally goes, you know what? I think those are God's people <laughs> called together. Yeah. I, you know, even if they don't have that language, <laughs> but they might be able to say something like. Man, I just love being around those people. There's something unique about the way they love each other. Yeah, like that's that's the language that Jesus talks about, like all throughout the place. Like in John 17, he he says like the 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 growth plan or the the what I'm leaving you with with the mission. I'm mm-hmm. not not leaving you with a way of just adding a bunch of people to your rosters or like how to grow your churches to the biggest churches possible or whatever it is. I, I'm praying, God, that you would make them one, that you would help them to be unified as I am one with you, Father, mm. would you make them one? And so I just love that. I yeah. think that's 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 something different about identity. And then a purpose, purpose is we're not we don't have our own unique purposes, but we have a shared, shared purpose, purpose. Yeah, sure. yeah. M- moving in the same direction. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Um, and, and, like, I think once we start to um, – I think once we start to add too many characteristics to what the church is, like on the big umbrella, yeah, we start to come up with a lot of diverse ideas of what it what it means to to be church. And some of them are great, and some of them are important, some of them are seasonal and temporary, and mm-hmm. some of them are responsive to certain needs and things around us. But when we really talk about all that is at KUMC, what is going to unite us is to understand that we are brothers and sisters, yeah. that we are together in identity and together in purpose. Well, I like that um, before the sermon, I noticed you placed on, post on Facebook. Yeah. And you asked the question, you know, hey, first off, it's like, hey, I need some help. You know, you're like cramming for this test. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is due soon. Yeah. But um, you really challenge folks. You're like, how would you describe Yeah. Kingwood United, you know, Methodist Church. Yeah. And just kind of watching, I watched a couple of those responses and kind of back and forth and people commenting on other people's comments. Yeah. And stuff like yeah. That. And I'm like, well, that was just really great. So what did you, so, what, what did you learn from that or take so, away from that? So I think, um, first of all, I just, I love the diversity of answers. Like I love that I heard all kinds of different things. Like mm-hmm. so different people have experienced 
incredible things through God's grace at KUMC um, at different walks of life and like all kinds of different things. So raising families and feeling safe and being missional and relevant, mm-hmm. all, all of these things are, that's incredible. Like we're going to meet people differently than the next person. Like yeah. it's just going to, there's going to be different aspects of the people of KUMC that's going to reach and relate to other people in different ways. Like it won't always be in a uniform way. Yeah. However, one thing that is a challenge and the reason why we had to preach this, this not only the series, but this sermon is to say there's an area there's a, there's a nuance to the diversity of answers that actually would communicate we're not quite united mm. because everyone that I that would describe or explain KUMC to someone they have a different answer yeah that's you know true. what I mean it's like it's, it's different so what what does that mean how do we wrestle with that and like yeah um, I, I don't want to I don't want to make too big of a deal about that but what I, I just want to point out that. I think there's something important to like standing together and in, in understanding who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the beginning of this sermon series and, and what this looked like just to kind of preach that and lean yeah. into that a little bit. It might be interesting in, in um, you know, you're, we're about to go over to when you're small groups where you're teaching yeah. you know, about the class meeting and, yeah. and how to really form those groups together with some future you know leaders and whatnot. But I remember uh, last week when a lot of introductions were going on, we had people that have been here for 20 years. Yeah. Been here for people that have been here for one year. Yeah. And it would be interesting to ask them that question. Right. And kind of yeah. just to gauge, you yeah. know, see what that, that's a great little so, you know, segment of that demographic of the, you know, the church. Well, the other thing that's really important, again, I can't stress this enough, like it's good to be relevant and missional and friendly in mm-hmm. a place that's safe yeah. uh, and a place to raise your family all of these things are good but let's raise it up another notch mm-hmm. I, I want KMC to be known as a place where Jesus is transforming lives for the sake of his kingdom in the world yeah. now some of you may think that's really preacher language like what does that mean <laughs> I, I want us to be known as people that know Christ and live changed lives because of it. And thereby living changed lives, it is a missional, relevant, safe, Mm -hmm. welcoming, loving place, like Mm -hmm. all of that. But part of what we were doing Sunday is trying to raise it up a little bit. And the other thing is like, anytime that you, anytime anytime you talk about the church, you gotta talk about, if we're gonna talk about the Bride, we need to talk about the bridegroom. Mm, yeah. Right. And so if we talk yeah. about the bride of Christ, the church, <laughs> and we don't even mention Jesus. Ooh, yeah. Um, then we're missing the whole marriage ceremony here. Yeah. And so we we belong to Jesus. And, and so my answer for what is the church and what does it mean for Kingwood to be united? Mm-hmm. It means that in everything we do, we're asking the questions of how. How do we living as as brothers and sisters in the family redeemed by Jesus Christ carry the good news of Jesus into the world, whether it's through Boy Scouts or through a food packing mm-hmm. or through um, some kind of missional opportunity or through a small group or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. So w- the question was asked of me earlier, are, are we united at KMC? And I think what I was hinting at just now... <laughs> Is maybe maybe not always. Yeah, I think sometimes we're if if we're honest, we we belong to the vine before we belong to KMC. Mm, yeah, or sometimes we belong to a mission opportunity or yeah. like a small group, and and it's not about belonging to that first and foremost. That's a problem. It's about not 
seeing yourself as part of the identity and purpose of what God's doing at KMC that's kind of problematic. Yeah. And when we're not united in a supernatural way, the way the Holy Spirit is building us together as a temple for the Lord, um, then we miss some of the great power that God's going to do through us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was, I think that's challenging for me and the challenge that we have before us um, that it'll be interesting to see how it plays out and what people think I, about I it. I mean, I'm, a lot of questions are coming to my head, but they're all like, like ones about missions. Yeah. And ones about prayer. I'm like, okay, I know yeah. that these are coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I think I need to bookmark those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, back we'll, to them later. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about them. But yeah, we've got a whole series, whole few, whole month and a half to yeah. deal with this. Yeah, it's, with it. it's interesting. Yeah, it's good. It'll be fun. Yeah. So I think um, the, the challenge that we'll, we'll close it with is, why is this important for us right now? Like, yeah. why is this so timely for KUMC to be talking about what it means to be Kingwood United, to be mm-hmm. united around this? And I think, I think that we in leadership and um, and laity and people that have been a part of of some of this ongoing conversation have felt God calling us to depend and lean into Him in an even greater way um, because we we believe that God is doing something below the surface that we just don't even know yet yeah. that we're we're being prepared for something incredible and and like I hope for those of you the regular listeners I don't talk like this in a super mm-hmm. over optimistic way I don't talk like this all the time like about like this this is not fantasy like I, I feel like God is really preparing KUMC for this next season and yeah. we felt that way we felt like we've come through so much um, with the the transitions with pastors mm-hmm. and things going on there and Harvey and and every turnover on our staff and yeah. all kinds of things happening that that maybe God is like is is about to like n- not reward but but respond to this church's faithfulness and depending on him but I think that only happens if we become wineskins that he wants to pour his wine into mm-hmm. if we become vessels that are so open and dependent and desperate for God to move and do something amazing, um, then I think he's going to be so eager to use us in a mighty way. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to program something. We actually think we're responding to something that God's putting on our hearts right now. And so like I put on Facebook this week, there's only been a couple times where I felt like God's handed us a sermon series mm-hmm. and I felt like this is it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. I saw something on social media this past weekend and I don't want to misquote it. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it was too cliche, but it was impactful to me. Yeah. And it was like, maybe if you're not thirsty for Jesus, it's cause you're full of yourself. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. what was that? Man, was that Francis Chan? I don't know. That I'm sorry. Like I, I, I'm sure someone listening has, uh, knows the source of that, but, mm-hmm. um, that when you just were talking just now, I'm like, that's what it is. You know, it's there's something brewing underneath, something bubbling or percolating under the yeah. church, under Kingwood United Methodist Church, and yeah. um, we just all need to be prepared for that and for for it to happen. And yeah, I think you know, so. Be a part of it. <laughs> I think so, and I think that's part of this journey. So, yeah. um, I do want to challenge everybody uh, to participate in this journey. Yeah, and so like as you hear different sermons and conversations like send us questions and Mm -hmm. talk to us give us some feedback like you can email us you can email me at john.mcmahon at kingwoodumc.org or podcast at kingwoodumc.org is still good 
um, Facebook or Twitter. I mean, all of my all my social media is John Wayne McMahon. And yeah. so however you want to get in touch with us, please do. Um, but process this with your with yourself or with with family members and and give us some feedback. So, OK, absolutely. All right. This week, House of Prayer. OK. All right. And then we'll talk to you all next week about it. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye.